0: This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I am your host, Laura Lummer. As always, I am thrilled to be here, and I truly am. Every week I get to do this show, I just think about what a gift it is that I'm here this week to do this show. And... That hopefully something that comes through me out there to you is something that someone needs to hear today or at some point in the future when they turn into this show, tune into this show, and it'll help you along this path and this experience in life of going through and recovering from breast cancer and dealing with life. A lot of stuff going on. So, and I want to talk about that more in just a minute about all the stuff going on But first, I want to start off by extending a huge thank you to the username is JosieRCK1969. And this review comes from Great Britain. It's, I love getting reviews. It's always so awesome to get new ratings and reviews, but it's especially neat when I see things that come from other parts of the world than what I live in. And it's so awesome to know that this vehicle of a podcast can reach people all around the world and then no matter where you live we're going through some similar stuff right life is life and i don't care if it's in the united states or if it's in australia or if it's in great britain or ireland or anywhere else but breast cancer and what we go through is a similar experience for all of us in in the context of the struggles that we go through and the emotional turmoil Obviously the physical challenges. And so I want to say thank you. You left a beautiful review and a five-star rating for the breast cancer recovery coach podcast. And I appreciate that. So, so, so much. And I love in your review that you said that this podcast gives you the tools to move on and live a meaningful, joyful life. That is the point. That's That's what this is all about. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. And if you are a listener or you're a new listener, a regular listener, and you can scroll down to that bottom of where you're listening to your podcast and just leave a rating or review. If you can only have a minute to tap on five stars, I Notice I said five stars. (laughs) That's awesome too. I always appreciate these ratings and they do, do, do. They do help the podcast and they help me. Honestly, I I don't know if that sounds selfish, but they really help me. They help keep me motivated. They help keep me feeling connected to you, to everybody out there in the audience. And they keep helping me realize this is meaningful and makes me keep wanting to do it every week. So thank you so much for that. Okay, so let me start off this show by saying that, man, there is just a lot going on in the world right now. And this is absolutely not a political show, God know. And it's not going to go that way. But what I'm saying is, I kind of realize that, you know, sometimes things can just be too heavy and too much going through treatment, recovering from treatment, figuring out all the emotional turmoil that's inside of you, dealing with the world, families, relationships, friends, obligations. And sometimes we just need to check out. We just need to stop for a minute, you know? We really, really do. Sometimes we needed to just say, I need a break. And we need to feel good about that. And we need to realize what we want from that break. Why we need that break. And give ourselves the grace to take it without judgment. That's the key. Without judgment. Noticing that things are a little too heavy, a little too difficult, a little too dark, a little too much. And you don't have to always just plow right through them. Sometimes you need a break. And especially when it comes to doing work on ourselves and our lives, you know, sometimes we, we just, we have a tendency to gravitate towards the negative things in our life, right? The need, the things that need to be fixed, the things that need to be made better. And it makes sense because those things are causing us suffering and no one likes to be stuck in suffering. That sucks. But sometimes you're not even in the right frame of mind to be dealing with heavy stuff. And I'll tell you how I know, okay? So I'm a huge murder mystery fan. I love books. I am an audio, audible book addict. And I'm not ashamed to own that. And my favorite category of books is suspense and thrillers and mystery detective stories. I think it was way back to my obsession with Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys when I was a kid and I would drive my bike down to the library every day that I could during the summer to check out more books and then it became Sherlock Holmes and then it became Edgar Allan Poe and I just love, love, love mysteries. And sometimes I'll be listening to a mystery or suspense novel and I'll get this like, just this yucky feeling inside of me. And I notice now, I've come to learn that when that happens and I'm not enjoying my favorite genre of book, I'm feeling too much negativity coming in from life. And I'm allowing too much negativity into my life. Maybe I'm taking on the weight of too many things, of other people's decisions, of other people's burdens, of other people's life choices. And then what starts to happen when I do that is I kind of take my eye off of me. And then I think that I'm going to this book for a little bit of an escape. But then the book is kind of heavy too, right? It's a murder mystery. It's a suspense, a psychological thriller, not the lightest of stuff. But instead of being fun or exciting or me being curious about who done it, I just feel more heaviness. And that's a big indicator for me that I'm off track and I need to stop and I need to check out and when i say check out i mean i need quiet and I'm, i really really need quiet i need to check out and sometimes what i do is i will go to very inspiring books i'll tell myself i need some positive input right now i'll go to an uplifting book. Like lots of times I like to listen to podcasts and I love listening to recordings of coachings and things like that in some of the groups I'm in. But even then, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be like, holy moly, there's so much work to do on ourselves. And I just want something inspiring. You know, as I sit here doing this podcast, it's the day after I just got home from spending three days in Colorado with my son and his beautiful girlfriend and her daughter. And my granddaughter was there with me. And it was just so nice to just be there with them. It was hot. If you live anywhere near Grand Junction, Colorado, holy moly, it was really hot out there. And so we didn't really feel like going out and doing anything. And I think sometimes when you have someone come over and visit, you have this idea that you have to entertain them, even if it's, you know, your mom coming over or your kid coming over, you gotta keep them busy. And I didn't want that. I didn't want that for me, and I didn't want that burden for them. I just wanted to be with them. And I even found, I was thinking about, you know, checking Facebook at one point. I was there Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I was thinking about checking Facebook and checking my groups. And I just thought, I just, I don't even have anything in me right now. I need to rest. I just need to be here with my kid and my grandkids. And and I just need to check out. And that's what we did. We spent three days Uh, Sunday, Monday, just totally relaxing, watching movies. We went out to a couple of wonderful meals, but super low-key. Came back, just relaxed, just talked with each other. And it was just like, you know being at home again, like when you're home, you don't have any pressure on you, you just hang out with the family, you know, and that's what I wanted it to be. And that's what it was. And then on the third day, he did add, if you follow me on social media, I'm sure you've seen this. He added a survivor balloon to my survivor tattoo that my son did for me. It was the second year after my original diagnosis that I came up with this idea of getting a survivor tattoo. And I wanted it to be this stencil by one of my favorite artists, Banksy. And it's the stencil of a little girl holding a bundle of balloons. And I'll I'll try to find that image. I'll put it... Well, I'll put a link to... And I loved that idea because when I was little, I was always a really scrawny, skinny kid and we'd go to the circus or the fairs and I'd see these guys walk around with big bundles of balloons and I'd always think, that'd be so cool if I could just grab that whole bundle. I wonder if I'd float away, you know, and it was just such a cool little fantasy as a kid. And so when I saw this Banksy tattoo as an adult, I just always loved it. So I said to my son, can you do that tattoo for me? And it's a, I think it was originally six balloons. So we left four of the balloons black because the stencil is a black stencil and then we changed the color of two of them to pink and then afterwards I thought well you know what I love that tattoo so much that every year on my survivor anniversary which I consider to be the day of my diagnosis I know people have different ones some do by the end of treatment some do the end of chemo I go by Every day I'm still alive from the day I was told I have breast cancer. And so on my survivor anniversary, my son adds a pink balloon to that tattoo. So I now have 10 balloons, 10 pink balloons. And the one that he added this week has little squiggles of teal and green because those represent metastatic breast cancer. So I flew out to Colorado, I got to hang out with him. I got to get this beautiful tattoo and I just had a really nice time checking out. And what I try to do is leave a little bit of space. Anytime I travel, I leave a little bit of space on either end so that I'm not rushing getting ready and so I don't feel like I have a bunch of demands waiting for me the day after. So I leave a pretty open schedule and I know that I have to honor my energy that way. Like I don't have a whole lot of energy, I need naps and I want to respect and honor that. And so I always cushion travel or a big event that's gonna take a lot of energy or a busy week and I cushion that. That was a do nothing day or a very, very easy, light day. So I come home, I slept in. And honestly, I usually like to start my mornings with a walk on the beach. I was tired. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start my morning drinking a cup of coffee in bed and writing in my journal. And that's what I did. And that's perfectly okay. So I wanted to do this podcast about just having some stillness in your life and just the beauty of guilt-free, even planned stillness, quiet. You know, there's times when I come home, my husband is a huge YouTube fan and he unwinds by, at the end of his day, he's super busy and he's a, a business coach. So he's putting a lot of energy and personality into everything that he does. And at the end of the day, he's really tired and he wants to sit on the couch and watch YouTube videos. And they're usually not very lighthearted, happy YouTube videos. They're about politics and news and whatever, whatever disruption in the world and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I walk into the room and I think, I my nervous system literally cannot take that right now. It, it's just too much. And I will go in the other room and close the door and just read a book. So recently, my daughter gave me this book. And it looked like a journal and it says, the title is something like, Mom, I wanna know everything about you. And the book is broken up into different sections, like young, like when you were a child, so childhood, teenager, young adulthood, and so on. And there's a question at the top of every page. And when I first looked at it, I thought, holy moly, this is a lot of work, because I think it's over 200 pages. And there's one question per page, But I also thought it's really cool that my daughter gave me this book. And so I'm going to make a point of answering one question, filling in one question a day. And then I kind of did a calculation on how long is it going to take me to finish this book? I mean, it's almost a year-long project if I do one question a day, right? So sometimes I try to do a couple more. Something that I discovered about this as I'm answering these questions, it obviously requires me to look back on my life. Many things I don't remember. It's really quite amazing how much of my childhood I have forgotten by the age of 57. But the bigger point is, when you look back at the story of your life and you think about so many things you've done, people that have crossed your path, experiences that you've had, and you're looking at them From a really joyful light, right? Sharing a story of who you are with someone who loves you dearly. I know, of course, my daughter loves me dearly. And I started thinking about this and I thought, you know, this is a really cool thing because right now in my membership groups, we are working on changing the past, which means looking at things that we've done in the past that we carry with us that don't serve us now, that cause us to believe things or act in ways that don't serve us now. And I started thinking about, you know, maybe we do a little too much in life of looking at places where we're quote unquote broken. And maybe we need to spend a little more time looking at places where we were really awesome and really cool, where we have a fun story to share, where we have a compassionate insight to offer to someone else, where we can remind each other that you're amazing that, have you screwed up? Of course you screwed up. You're a human, having a human experience, living a human life. We all screw up. And if you look at anybody on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you think they're perfect, rethink that statement because they are not. There's no one who's perfect. There's no one who hasn't screwed up. And if they haven't, if I'm making a misstatement right now, and it's someone who's never made a mistake in their life, then that person has never lived a full life experience. Okay? We all make mistakes. But why do we choose to gravitate to looking at the mistakes or looking at things from a negative aspect or a limiting point of view? And so one of the things I loved about this exercise was one, I take quiet time. I check out when it's time for me to do this writing in the book for my daughter and I do it every single day. I'm committed to one question a day and sometimes I do two or three if they're really simple or they're things that I don't even remember. But I just wanted to share this with you in this podcast, because even while I was in Colorado, I brought that book with me and in the morning I'd wake up slowly. I'm a slow waker upper these days and I like it that way. And I get that book out with my cup of coffee and just answer a question. And I thought, you know what? It kind of brings a little bit of joy into the day, like remembering you know, the most fun experience that you had in high school and the greatest time you ever had at the beach and all these really neat things that have happened in life. And I just wanted to offer this to my audience today and say, you know, we talk, I talk a lot about journaling because I think it's super, super, super important. Writing things down, getting them out of your head, looking at your thoughts. It's so important to growth and development. But looking at your awesomeness is also so important. It's so important that you get to appreciate you. You know, we talk about gratitude and be grateful for life and I'm grateful for my blankets and you know, I'm grateful for our glittery nail polish. But what about you? You know, what about being grateful for you? What about looking at you and saying, I'm pretty cool. You know, I did these things. It was pretty neat. Yeah. I experience these things. Holy moly, I have gone for 57 years through this life, right? Working different jobs, learning different skills, raising other human beings. I mean, there's so much that we do that I think it's so important that when the world feels heavy, when things feel like they're too much, that one, you notice that and honor it and respect it and truly say to yourself, this shit is too much today. It does not mean you're weak. It does not mean anything negative. It just means that sometimes life is heavy and we need to just lighten the load, right? So we notice that and we say, I'm feeling like things are too much. I am going to slow it down today. I'm going to slow it down I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take time. I am going to honor myself and my need because I don't like this feeling of heaviness or overwhelm or constant bombardment from negative input, right? Because we can get a lot of negative input in this world. What we think of it, how we choose to handle it is a different story. But sometimes there's just so damn much of it that you feel like Wonder Woman You need a Wonder Woman shield just to deflect negative input sometimes. And so when that happens, notice it for yourself and be okay with saying, I can't take much more of this negativity. And that just doesn't mean people treating you a certain way, but just things you hear. And like I said, even books, right? I mean, come on, we know there's a difference between watching a psychological thriller or reading a psychological thriller versus reading a comedy or something like that. And so it's funny because I did switch to a fantasy book last week and I literally caught myself laughing out loud listening to this book while I was... Walking around town and even sitting in the airplane. But you know what? It felt good. Sometimes we've got to find something to make us laugh. You know, sometimes we've got to say, I just need some happiness. I just need some lightness. I just need some fun. I just don't want to think about anything else that can even be remotely equated to shitty. And I just need to check out. And then take some time to look at your life also and say, Let me just look at the good stuff in my life and not from I'm so grateful for, but let me look at me and what I've done and what a great person I am and what things I like about myself. You know, I offer the exercise sometimes to people that I can see, you know, are so, so, so hard on themselves. And I just say, write every single day, three to five things that you love about yourself Right, it's three to five things that you did great today because you all do. We all do. And sometimes doing nothing is doing something good, right? When you have children, when you're in relationships, and that means any relationship, romantic relationships, family relationships, and you are spent and the world is too heavy and too much. And you can feel on the inside, like I am going to lose it. And you might even be able to say yourself, if one more person cuts me off, notice I use a traffic reference. I do live in Southern California. If one more person cuts me off, I'm going to lose it right? If I have to hear one more thing about misinformation, I'm going to lose it. And sometimes we have to recognize that when we're saying that it's actually true. And so it's better for us to say to people we love and people that are close to us, you know what? I'm just not in a good place right now. And I need to kind of check out and regroup. I need to regroup myself. I need some silence. I need some things that make me laugh, some things that make me happy, some things that make me feel good. And I don't care if they're fantasy or they're not. And it doesn't mean that you're ignoring life. It just means that you need to check out and recharge and it's okay to do. So that is my message for today. That's the whole message for today. This show comes out on Friday. You have a weekend ahead of you. I just want you to have some fun. Bring some lightness into life. Bring some joy into what you do. Do something you love. Laugh. Tune out some negativity. And write down some things that are awesome about you. Reflect on some things that you have done that are amazing in this life. Things that have touched other people. And recognize how very, very, very precious you are. I hope somebody out there needed to hear that today because that's what I feel compelled to share. And I will talk with you again next week. Until then, please be good to yourself and expect other people to be good to you as well. Take care. The in your head. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full more, your future's at the door, give it all you got, no hesitating, you've been waiting all your life, this is your moment.